Hello, and welcome to Creating Your Community. I'm your host, Laura Ambler, and for the holidays, I will be doing a daily podcast about what makes the holidays special, and special people who have been in the world or are still in the world. So I hope you enjoy listening, and thank you for being part of this community. first decided to give me some synchronicity again. Last week during either happy hour on Zoom or coffee hour on Zoom, the ladies were talking about hoaxes. Times when people were gullible and believed what they were told. We talked about Orson Welles's radio broadcast of War of the Worlds when In 1938, he convinced thousands of people that the aliens had landed and they weren't nice folks. And then another lady brought up about the BBC News documentary in 1957 about the Swiss spaghetti harvest, depicting farmers pulling strands of spaghetti from trees and how the BBC received a heck of a lot of calls. People were asking them, where can I get a spaghetti tree? And then this week, helping a friend go through some things to recycle. There was a Reader's Digest that had a whole article on the long history of pranking and how people will believe what you tell them. In the 1400s, there was a gentleman by the name of Thomas Betson. And Thomas was a prankster monk. He pulled off one of the earliest documented practical jokes when he hit a beetle inside a hollowed-out apple and fooled his fellow monks into believing that the mysteriously rocking apple was possessed. In 1835, there was the Great Moon Hoax. It was the first big media trick. The New York Sun printed an article claiming that astronomers had discovered life on the moon. More articles appeared, and over the next few weeks, The country was gripped by moon fever. In 1959, Alan Abel, a prankster of extraordinary prowess, dreamt up a campaign calling for animals to wear clothing. He invented the Society for Indecency to Naked Animals. Spokesperson G. Clifford Prout appeared on the Today Show to promote the group's catchy slogan, A Nude Horse is a Rude Horse. Eventually, 50,000, that's 50,000 people, signed a petition calling for animals to wear clothing. And even Walter Cronkite was tricked. In 
until it was discovered that C. Clifford Prout was actually comedian Buck Henry. In 1985, Sports Illustrated ran a story about Sid Finch, a Mets rookie pitcher with odd training methods who could throw a baseball 168 miles per hour with startling accuracy. He had never played the game before and had mastered the art of the pitch in the mountains of Tibet. Finch, it turned out, wasn't real. He was created by author George Plimpton. One of my favorites comes from 1996. When Taco Bell announced that it had bought the Liberty Bell and was renaming it the Taco Liberty Bell. Citizens were up in arms, complaining to the Independence National Historic Park in Philadelphia, asking, why, why would you allow this, and where is the Liberty Bell now? It was in its normal place, but Taco Bell was on everybody's mind. In 1998, not to be outdone by Taco Bell, Burger King introduced a new item to its menu. The left-handed Whopper, specifically created for Southpaws. According to the company, that new Whopper included the same ingredients as the old Whopper for righties. Only in this version, version, all the condiments were rotated 180 degrees. I wonder how many people asked for the left-handed Whopper. Just a few of the advertising campaigns and pranks that people believed in. So, what this makes me think of is when I should jump on the bandwagon and how much research I really need to do before I'm swept away by information I get on the web or from a trusted talk show host because there's a lot of stuff out there right now that's not real. So need to question and do your own research. Thanks for listening. This has been another episode of Creating Your Community. I hope you listen tomorrow, too. And if you liked what you listened to today, then like, share, subscribe, tell your friends about 
this podcast and come back.